Hey, what's going on? I'm Mike Kramer, KramerNow.com, and I help people succeed online without wasting money on gurus or overpriced software by clarifying their vision and providing valuable training tools and strategies. Kind of a mouthful, I'm working on shortening on, uh, on that. So uh, this is officially the second podcast. Just real quick, what content do you want to be doing? What kind of income do you want to be generating? Is it short-term active income or long-term passive income? And for me, it's long-term passive income and also doing what I enjoy. And I'd rather focus on podcasts, my blog and YouTube than on more active methods where you can make money quicker online, like Facebook, organic ads, and that sort of thing. But we'll talk about that later. So today's episode, we're talking about how to increase sales and revenue by, and also be more productive. And the reason I group those together is, of course, there's several methods for each one, but these are just simple topics I want to talk about today that will improve both. And it's just because of the technique and it's uh, ties into the book I'm reading right now. So, all right, so let's get started. Uh, since we last spoke, what I've done and learned since the last podcast. So that was uh, Saturday night when I did my first one. It's Tuesday today. Uh, August 9th. So, so I'm really excited. Uh, the This podcast got approved and listed on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and with video on YouTube, which you might be watching right now. I'm going to give you a wave. And uh, so you can get links to any of those. Just go to kramernow.transistor.fm. That is a website just dedicated to my podcast. And uh, you can find that link also at the bottom of my website, kramernow.com. So uh, also what happened since Saturday is some new inventory came in for my base store. For those of you who don't know, I run an e-commerce store. Uh, it's called BassAlien.com. So if you know anyone in your life or if you're looking for a bass guitar or any strings or accessories, quick pitch. Uh, but anyway, so got some new toys that came in. Uh, I mean, inventory that I'm going to sell. So it's really cool stuff. It's like getting new toys, but I get to make money on it too. So it's a big win. So pretty excited about that new stuff coming in. Here we go. Complete with sound effects from my uh, new Roadcaster <laughs> Pro 2. <laughs> and uh, rearranging my office, so decluttering, place for printers. I had a notary signing business, so I have a laser printer for that. Uh, and then, of course, the scanner, the all-in-one scanner, color printer, whatever. Let me know if you guys have printers. A lot of people I hear say printers are dead, but it depends what business you're in and what you need them for. But... I also had a vinyl record player station. Gosh, I sound like a dinosaur just naming off these things I have in my office. But so next up we have from the library. So my summary of recent pages uh, read from the current book. I'm currently reading The Miracle Equation by Hal Elrod. He uh, is the author that had previously done The Miracle Morning, which I haven't read yet. So I'm reading them out of order. I'll uh, let me know if you guys have read The Miracle Morning. I heard it's really good. So I'm on page 56 right now of the Miracle Equation. It's a great section I just read because it's completely in line with what I call my matrix method of teaching and leadership. And that's based on a conversation that Neo had in the movie The Matrix with the Oracle, which I'll talk about in a future episode. But uh, in Hal's book, he writes in a section titled The War You Wage With Yourself. And you are, he says in this section, right? You are exactly where you're supposed to be and who you're supposed to be to learn what you need to learn so you can become the person you need to be who is capable of creating everything you've ever wanted. 
It's a lot to digest there, but now he's taking my concept off on another branch too, which is awesome. In other words, he's saying to stop looking at where you're at as good or bad, just see it as neutral and stop with limiting beliefs that are keeping you from trying and failing your way to success, which is how everyone has done it. Everyone has failed their way to success unless they've done something similar before, which I guarantee they failed their way to that success. So his overall concept is unwavering faith plus extraordinary effort over time. I would add extreme focus to that as well, to the beginning of that specifically, as well as some other assumptions. But his point is that no one has become successful without that equation of unwavering faith plus extraordinary effort. He didn't invent it. He says he just stumbled upon it and discovered it and then, you know, clarified it or put it into words. And that is universal for any anything you're trying to achieve. So today's deep dive, we're going to do an in-depth talk about sale, increasing the sales and revenue and how to be more productive. So what we're really talking about is learning to focus on income producing activities versus just feeling busy, you know, making logos, business cards, working on your website and things like that. So it's the same reason most of us love starting a new business, but hate maintaining and growing an existing business. We're most excited about the launch, the creative aspects, the visual validation of our new venture, cementing our expertise or passion in our niche market. You know, like, hey, look, I'm official. I got a business card. I got an official website. I got, you know, maybe you got t-shirts or, or polos printed or something like that. And that's what I mean by visual validation is it kind of makes you feel legit and, and, you know, it's great. I'm not knocking it. I've done it myself, but you know, you may have found yourself if you're a serial entrepreneur, like most of us are that are into that are entrepreneurs in general, you love that part where you're forming the business, where you're creating it, where you're working on that stuff and you're getting your t-shirts and new logos and websites and, you know, and then the rest of it, you're like, ugh, you know, another day, it feels like another job, except, you know, you're working, what's the joke? You work 80 hours. Uh, a week on your business so that you don't have to work a 48 hour a week job. Often we don't enjoy the day to day of maintaining a business. So we never learn to focus on income producing activities. When you study successful businesses, big or small, they focused on selling first way before they even had a website, a logo, clothing or anything else. So we're attracted to what we know and we avoid what we fear or don't know. So maybe we're afraid to approach people or, or cold call, you know, which sucks. I mean, let's face it. We're afraid to, that we'll try to sell our product or our services and fail at, at it miserably. Or maybe we don't know how to reach more people or set up more appointments. We're not sure how to handle customer objections. Uh, we'd rather do the stuff that we know. And that's often working on your website or the design of it, even if you're not a programmer, designing your logos, the clothes, the you know business cards and that sort of thing. And just talking to friends and family because that's familiar. That's less scary. The last book I read, Straight Line Leadership, the book says to figure out the three things that will get you from point A to point B or from your hell to your heaven and to focus on those three things. So get specific for your goal, but for sales in a general sense, it's always these three key steps, create, promote, and follow through. So create would be creating an irresistible offer. So this doesn't have to mean creating a product. 
An offer is different from a product. So whether you're an affiliate marketer or you're an e-commerce store or you're a sales guy, whatever it is, is it doesn't mean you're creating a product. It means you're promoting an offer. And there's a key difference there we'll, we'll talk about in a second. So promote is promoting an offer, get traffic to your offer, convert earned and bought traffic to traffic that you own. Each step in the sales process, you're just selling the next step. You know, you're not selling the product. You're just selling the next step. And that's what the sales funnel is all about. Sales funnel is not just a website landing page or a software that has the word funnel in it. You know, a, fun, a sales funnel is the whole thing from the public and you're funneling them down, you're qualifying them and going through some other processes to get to your buyers, right? Then there's follow through. So follow through is follow up with, you know, multiple points of contact, make the sale and then age and ascend them through your value ladder. And I know it probably just threw a lot of terms at you if you're new to the industry or you haven't been uh, following me or, or people like Russell Brunson lately. And, you know, he talks about these types of concepts. Basically, these are tried and true, I'm going to call them ancient marketing techniques. They don't change. They're, they're marketing fundamentals, I should call them. So uh, marketing includes sales. So if you look up the real definition of marketing and spring something to market, but it's, it's the whole process from, you know, it's not just advertising, right? That's one piece of it. It's not just sales. That's just one piece of it. It's the entire thing is marketing. Real quick on, you know, after you make the sale, there's still a follow-up there. There's asking for testimonials, which are very powerful for selling. People don't even care how many, how big your following is. They care more about like what other people say about you and your testimonials. Aging and ascend through a value ladder, just real quick on that concept. We could talk about that on another, uh, I was going to say another call, another meeting. <laughs> but uh, age and ascend through the value ladder is uh, you get a customer from a, a freebie that you're giving away to get their email address. So aging and ascending them through the value ladders, you're offering these more and more value products like, you know, smaller products. And then there's could be like done with you, done for you, et cetera, et cetera. And then one-on-one -on -one coaching or whatever that that is for you, you know, these products from, from low end to high end that somebody would naturally kind of progress through. It doesn't mean they have to buy each one in that order. Some will come in at the high level, some will come in at the mid level, but that's kind of how you'd build a business up from scratch, especially if you're an online business or a service business. You know, give you an example of a dentist, for example, they might offer a free cleaning. And then while they're at the cleaning, they point out all these other things you need. So now they have a customer, even though they may not have made money, they may have lost some money. They have their contact info. They could follow up and they provided value and saying, hey, you really need these uh, a tooth pulled or, or some other services that could be very expensive. You know, it's it's kind of a win win as you got a free cleaning and then they got a new customer, hopefully that you'll come back and pay for their services if you like them. Now, you're always going to have your freebie seekers and stuff like that, but, you know, there's different ways to weed them out. That's a whole nother podcast on its own. So, uh, but you want to identify your buyers and that's true of any business. Yeah. So each one of these concepts that create the promote, the follow through can have its own deep dive and we'll, we'll do that on future podcast. We'll get to that. But the main thing to remember is your audience. Know their temperature, know their awareness level, know their pain points and desires, you know, their daily grind. What do they do every day? What do they think about? When you know your audience, you'll know how to speak to them and speak to them in compelling ways. So let's look at some examples. Let's say you're a realtor, a real estate agent. You need to focus on income producing activities. How does an agent make money? 
when their client completes a real estate transaction, either buys or sells their home, signs a lease, etc. What do they need to make this happen? What does the, the agent need? They need clients who need to sell a house, right? And clients who need to buy a house for them to want you as an agent. So your income producing activities have to be things that find clients and complete transactions. Since you won't need to complete transactions unless you have any clients, 90% of your time should be spent finding clients, if that makes sense. So do you think most agents spend 90% of their time finding clients? The good ones do, but I don't think a lot of them do that. And it sounds simple, but it's just like the old joke about buy low, sell high in the stock market or crypto. No one actually does it because of FOMO, fear of missing out, and you know, wanting to jump on the bandwagon and fear of loss, you know, whatever. FUD, right? Fear, uncertainty, and doubt. So income-producing activities for a real estate agent would be ways to find new clients. So through traffic that you earn by your own. And here's a secret that's true of any business is to get traffic to your offer, right? So we kind of define differently for depending on different businesses what the offer is and and things like that, what's, what's the traffic and all that, but it's always getting traffic to your offer. And there's three types of traffic. There's traffic that you earn, traffic that you buy, and traffic that you own. So traffic you earn is like, relation. you know, for a real estate agent, it would be like relationships, referrals, organic traffic, website, SEO, social media, calling people, getting, you know, and get creative. Look for who might need to sell soon. You know, recently divorced people, recently deceased, you know, family members, things like that. Traffic you buy now would be, of course, ads, you know, paid shout outs, affiliate programs where you're paying a commission to affiliate affiliates to promote your offer. Traffic you own is people already on your email list. So you've gathered that or it's friends and family, you know, whatever it is, you own that traffic, so to speak in that you can promote to them without paying again, without earning it again. You already have their contact information. And that traffic's important too, and you can promote to them with email lists, follow-up phone calls, you know, things like that. Email broadcast, I should have said. So also know what it is that you're selling. Sounds obvious, but you know, a buyer's agent, for example, the real estate example, isn't just selling themselves and their services. A seller's agent isn't just selling the house. They're promoting an offer in either case. And that means presenting each one in a unique and irresistible way that no one can get anywhere else. Jerry Garcia of the Grateful Dead had a great quote on this. He said, don't just be better than everyone else at what you do. Be the only one who does what you do. Now it's time for our time hack of the day. All right. So our time hack of the day is just automated bill pay. And uh, it's by just taking a few hours to set up automatic payments to all your bills, you could say save tons of time later. Let's say it takes, you know, two hours to set up all your automated bill pay, but it saves you 15 minutes of time every month. I would think it's probably more than that, but in eight months, you'd get your roadie back, your ROTI, your return on time investment. And every month after that, you forever gain 15 minutes. And that saves about three hours per year. So I think you'll actually save a lot more time than that, but you get the idea. So this works for debt too. You know, just set up automated payments for the minimum amount, and then any extra money you have, just send it to the lowest balance debt until that's gone. And that's known as a debt small snowball. It's another conversation. But 
you know, it works for debt too. Just send the minimums to everything and send extra to one, just attack it, knock that out. You'll get cash flow back, right? I'm all about the cash flow and send that to the next one. So, all right. Well, thanks for your time. Let me know what you want to hear next. Links to the books and things that I mentioned are in the description. Check my website, kramernow.com, which I'm rewriting now as we speak, but I'm adding step-by-step -step guides. And at the bottom, you'll find link to uh, all my socials, my podcasts, and the books I'm currently reading. Find me on YouTube. Just search for my Kramer Affiliate Marketing. Have a great day and take it easy.